Welcome to track number four of I will multiply them and they shall not be few. I need your direction, Lord. 
hear his gentle voice for guidance and direction where to go. I opened up my heart to know the perfect will of God. His will is what I need, his perfect will. As I spend so many hours in the presence of the Lord, I come down and begin to hear his voice. The lovely voice of God, your tender voice revealing the mysteries of your will at the crossroads of my life. No other voice compares, so no. It's the sweetest sound my heart has ever heard. The lovely voice of God. spoke to me, they were spirits, they were light. Oh, the visions and dreams, oh, how they turned my life around and brought direction for my ministry. As I rose up from my knees, there was a mantle now on grace for mighty words, and I will never, never be the same. The lovely voice of God, your tender voice revealing the mysteries of your will at the crossroads of my life. No other voice can Sweetest sound my heart has ever heard the lovely voice of God, the lovely voice of God, your tender voice revealing the mysteries of your will at the crossroads of my life. No other voice compares on. Father, thanks so much for the lovely voice of God. In Jesus' name, amen. Amen. You may be seated. 
Now, the second thing that would hinder us from achieving our destiny is receiving honor from men instead of following the voice of God. The greatest single influence on us in this life, apart from the voice of God, or that is an alternative to the voice of God, is the honor of man. John 5 verse 44. How can you believe which receive honor one of another and seek not the honor that cometh from God only? The honor of man, Jesus said, I receive not honor from men. Amen. Amen. I don't receive honor from men. John chapter 5, verse 44. All right. Jesus said, I don't receive honor or respect. I don't need people's approval. Amen. Verse 41, John 5, verse 41, I receive not honor from men, all right? But I know you, that you have not the love of God in you. I'm come in my Father's name, and you receive me not. If another shall come in his own name, him you will receive. How can you believe which receive honor one of another? And seek not the honor that cometh from God only. Amen. Amen. So, very important. How can you believe your destiny? If you want to receive respect from men. Almost every decision taken in line with the Holy Spirit. Removes the honor of man. From you. Yes. The honor of men. Come and tell us. You said somebody saw you. And said he has lost. All respect for you. I had. I had some medical students. I was, I was a lecturer in the medical school. And one day. I met some of our church members. Lighthouse members. Who were also medical students. And they told me that they were in a tutorial group, a small group, with their lecturer. And the lecturer asked them, asked them if they knew me. They said, oh, yes, I'm, I'm also a, a lecturer and a pastor in Lighthouse. He said, wow, that's Dr. Ogo. I had great respect for him. He asked them, do you know he's a very great doctor, a good Radiologist, he said, Oh, yes. He said, I used to send him every case, every problem. He would discuss it, you know. But he said, I had great respect for him until I heard one day that he was following Daggy Ward Mills. And I lost all my respect for him. He told the medical student. So one of them, after their tutorial, came to me and told me what that lecturer had said that he had great respect for me. Until he heard 
one day that I was following Darky Ward Mills and he lost every respect he had for me. Thank God. Amen. Look at Jesus. What did he say? He said, I don't receive honor from men. I don't, I don't receive honor from men. Then he, 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 he repeated, he said, I know you, you have not the love of God in you. In other words, when you love God, you don't care about whether people respect you or not. I remember um, many years ago, there was a lady um, who was a graduate from the university and all, she was, all her friends were you know, these high-flying whatever. And she fell in love with a tailor on the, in, in the neighborhood. Yes. And this tailor was making everybody's trousers, skirts, whatever, in a kiosk somewhere. And that was the man that she fell in love with as compared with what her friends, the type of people that her friends were flowing and falling in love with. You know, and she said, look, there's the man I love. I love the tailor. Yes. And that is the, and that is the man she married. Yeah. But you see, when you love somebody, whether people like the person or don't like the person, it's like, look, yeah, I love this woman who I'm, who I'm in love with. Yes. I remember another sister, she fell in love with a Rasta man. And yeah. She was wild. She said, I'll marry the Rasta man. I'll marry the Rasta man. Even if you people don't respect the Rasta man, you don't like this Rasta man, I will marry this Rasta man. Hey. So love makes you disregard what people think about you and about your choices. How can you believe which receive honor one of another? This is why people don't experience the destiny that God has. Because they want people to think highly of them. I would not have become a pastor. My father said to me, I would not want my son to live off and from collections. Collections. Because in church, we call the offering collection. <laughs> collection. Collecting money. Collections. Sunday collection. He said, my son, no. Not my son. And my father valued the priests. Many times he would travel and come from abroad with a present for the priests in his church. Yes. And take probably with him once when he went to give a present to the priests. But when his son was becoming a priest, <laughs> I don't, I don't, I don't like it. And I can understand him. He had mixed feelings. And when he died in his will, he was so proud to write in his will. He wrote in his will, my, 
my son, reverend, whatever, the pastor, I leave this for him. I give this to him. Yeah. You see, if I've mixed feelings. On my wedding day, he spoke about how he gave me as a child to God. When I was a baby, when I was born. He said, when he came, he said, I looked like an angel. So he lifted me out of the court because he wasn't there when I was born. I mean, he wasn't in the... When he saw that, he lifted and said, God, even if you want him to be a priest, I give him to you. (laughs) So there's mixed feelings. Sometimes this, sometimes this, sometimes this, sometimes this. You don't know what you want. But you see, the honor and the respect of man, it guides us. So I would not have become a pastor if I wanted, was following the honor of man. You, most of the things of, in your destiny, you, they are deleted. They are deleted. It's not, it's not going to happen. I myself was even shy of it. One time I went to the, you get to the uh, border and they gave you a passport and they asked, what work do you do? I always said I was a doctor. And one day after saying I was a doctor and I passed through, God asked me, by the way, are you ashamed of me? Is it? Are you ashamed of my work that, that you are doing? I, I, you, you, you do, just, it's just a question. Yeah. Yeah. Are you ashamed of me, of my life? Ashamed to be. From that day, I changed. Hey, what do I am a pastor? I know mention doctor. The honor of man. One day, three doctors in Ghana, three great doctors, had an accident. They were on a, on a, on a mission. There were four of them, but three of them died. And all, most of them were connected to us in the church. Three of them died. People's parents and whatever. It was a national tragedy. The president, past president, all of them were at the funeral. I don't think if three pastors were to die, the presidents and others. Yes. So, doctor looks more respectable. You want to follow that? No. The honor of man will prevent you from having a church. Amen. Where are churches, where will churches work? Churches often work where there are poor people and people without the honor of man. Ministry, many people are going to be jealous of me in the future because the children that I am pastoring today are going to be the master Champions of tomorrow. Yes. But it doesn't have a certain respect when I say I'm a youth pastor. When I say that my church is in a canteen and I've left the honorable great men 
Businessmen. Powerful people. Carpet sellers. Iron rod dealers. Hotel managers. Hotel owners. I've left them all. Yes. Owners of aeroplanes. I've left them to come and pastor students who don't have anything. You see, that's why I said that when I when I when I entered Mozambique, that I could smell church. Yeah, it was like it was like a. You know, dogs are very sensitive. The only person who knows that I am awake in the night is the dog in my house. Yes. I can see even the slightest movement. I'm far above where the dog is. He's able to hear it. He makes it small. You see that it starts to. He's seeing that I'm, I'm awake. That's the kind of sensitivity. When I entered Mozambique and I saw the state, I could smell church. Souls. Not I couldn't smell the honor of man. Because it's quite a poor country. But I could smell the souls. Churches. People. People need the Lord. I could feel it. And many of us are smelling the honor of man. The car you drive. Somebody gave me a car which has the honor of man. This type of car that everybody wants to have. Your dream car. Just think of your dream car. Just, just think of whatever is your dream car. That was the car. Don't think too far. Just think of your dream car. Ultimate. I came home and I saw it parked there. I never even I took the, I never even opened the door. I said, take, take, take. I, I cannot use this one. It's not what I need. It's not what I need. I never even opened I never opened it. I never sat in. I never looked inside. I never entered. I said, drive, drive, drive. Away. <laughs> I don't need that. I can have in colors. I don't need it. You want people to respect you. You will never see your destiny. That car, if I use it, anywhere I go, everybody will look at me. Wow! (laughs) I don't need it. Maybe you need it, but I don't need it. That's why people don't have the destiny. The destiny is to be conformed to the image of Christ so that he will be the firstborn amongst many of us. He will be covered with power, riches, wisdom, honor, strength, glory, blessing. Then I'll also be studying the power, riches, wisdom, strength, honor, blessings, glory. That's why you don't see the riches. When the riches have reached the point where such things are, it's, look, it is the least. 
Really rich people, they don't even sit in these planes that we sit in. It's nothing to them. You may be sitting in one and be so happy. They don't even they sit in private jets. <laughs> Listen, you are you are being lifted to the level where these things don't matter. Yeah. Honor of man will not let you have a church. Because you always want to have something that is respectable to people. Yes. Number three. Honor of man will guide you to marry the wrong person. Luke 16 verse 15. That which is highly esteemed among men is abomination in the sight of God. You may have a God-given wonder woman. A God-given wonder brother. But you say she may not impress certain people. So I don't want her. Yeah. So when such a person proposes to you, you look at the person up and down. What do you have? Many of my missionaries lost their beloveds when they were on the field. They said, ah, we cannot marry a missionary. You are going to where? Nigeria? To here? All my Nigerian missionaries, they lost their beloveds. All. And they came back. They were, they were, people did, they, their, their beloved didn't think they would even, they thought they would be there forever, but they didn't even stay there for that long. They all came back belovedless. One day a sister came to me and said, Bishop, will I marry this year? Will I marry this year? But I didn't know what to say. Because so many people have been given to her. And each one. I don't like his, 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 the shape of his head. I don't like his eyes. His mouth. He has this. It's like this. It's like that. Through wanting a person to be a certain way, she's still there. Yeah. Recently, I met one of the brothers that she had had been given to her. And I, I saw the wife he had married, who is the one who liked him. And I heard her giving a testimony. And she said, if something had not happened, she would not have met such a nice person that she has. Yes. And I was, as soon as she said that, my mind went to the 
And the lady who was saying, I don't know whether it was his head shape or his mouth or his nose. I don't know which part. The honor of man will take you away from your God-given destiny. Even marriage. Yes. All of us have things we don't respect. Is it not true? We look down on. Unfortunately, God packages some of his blessings in things we we look down on. Number four, the honor of man will stop you from preaching the right message. First Corinthians chapter two, verse one. I, brethren, when I came to you, came not with excellency of speech or of wisdom, declaring unto you the testimony of God. For I determined not to know anything among you save Jesus Christ and Him crucified. I decided I'll preach about Jesus and His crucifixion. Simple and short. Today, people don't preach about Jesus Christ. I had somebody, I watched somebody on YouTube say, I don't want to, Jesus Christ is not a, what? Jesus Christ, who wants a blood religion? Religion of blood. That's what he was saying. A great man of God. I couldn't, I couldn't believe it. I couldn't believe what he was saying. He said, Jesus Christ, you don't have to talk about Jesus Christ whatever crucified and whatever. No. And we don't have to, he said, we don't have to even talk about Jesus. We have to talk about the benefits of Christianity, which is riches and blessings and other things. He said, Jesus Christ is just a door. And when you are advertising the house, you don't advertise the door. I couldn't believe one of the most famous men of God. The last I heard of him, he was buried in a rubbish dump. Somebody looked at me and said, I preach basics. Basics. And I don't have revelation. I preach basics. I don't have revelation. Fantastic. What is revelation? I don't even understand what you mean by revelation. And what are basics? What do you understand by basics? I know. In Ghana, I don't, I don't think if, if you were to ask people, oh, mention some men of God who are very wise, I don't think my name would come up. Yes. Like the perception. Like a man of wisdom. and Great wisdom man. Wisdom. There are people whose names would come up. I don't think mine would come up. But wisdom is just... 
Wisdom is justified of her children. <laughs> As I'm here, look, you know, I was sitting there, I was sitting here, and I look at this row of South African men of God. Yes. These are my children. Oh. I feel so happy to see them. Yes. I may not sound so wise, but I have children. Yes. I have the proofs. Yes. Yes. Yes, and, and soon I'm going to see Botswananian. Watch and see. I don't know what type of wisdom they are talking about. Yes. Uh, where's that rhyme? Like you have to say. Jesus Christ is our Lord and you must We must have gratitude to take us to the altitude, to receive fortitude with the beatitudes. <laughs> no, you need to say that again. That sounds, that sounds super wise. <laughs> Jesus Christ died for us. Wow. So we must have gratitude. Gratitude. So that we, we will receive fortitude. And reach the highest altitude. In order to preach the beatitudes. Altitudes and beatitudes. Altitude to reach the multitude. To reach the multitude. So you may preach the beatitudes to reach the multitude. Tell it, say it slowly so we can write it down. People may also think of us as wise. Jesus Christ died for us. Okay. And so we must have gratitude. Gratitude. So that we receive fortitude. Fortitude. Which will take us to the highest altitude. Altitude. To preach the beatitudes. To the multitudes. <laughs> to reach the multitudes. To reach the multitudes. So oh, oh, Jesus Christ yeah. died for us. Okay. So we must have gratitude. We must have gratitude. We must have the attitude, the attitude of, of gratitude. gratitude. We must have the attitude of, of gratitude. In order to receive fortitude. To reach the highest altitude. So that that we we can preach the beatitudes. The beatitudes. To to the the multitudes. multitudes. (laughs) Wow. No, preach and reach. So that we may preach Preach the the beatitudes. beatitudes To to reach reach the the multitudes. Jesus Christ died for us. So we must have the attitude of gratitude in order to receive fortitude 
to reach the highest altitude so we can preach the beatitudes to reach the multitudes. Clap for this wisdom. It's too fantastic. Fine teaching. <laughs> hey. Galatians chapter 1 verse 10. Do I now persuade men or do I seek to please men? For if I yet pleased men, I should not be the servant of Christ. Amen. Amen. Brothers and sisters, we cannot become what God wants us to become if we want people to clap for us and to have the honor of men. It's the greatest alternative to the guidance of the Holy Spirit. It blocks everything. Number six, five, the honor of men will prevent you from becoming a full-time minister of the gospel. Full-time minister. Full-time. I mean, I'm already full-time, and I've been full-time since I was in school. Full-time is not about receiving money, but if a time comes when, yes, you have to receive money, you've got to humble yourself and accept to receive collection so that you have fortitude to reach the altitude so that you can preach the beatitudes to the multitudes. If that is what is necessary, if that is what is necessary, then so be it. If that's what is necessary, then what? So be it. One day, you know, I was with um, Bishop Duncan Williams and uh, Archbishop Duncan Williams and um, I've forgotten what happened but something had to do with an offering that either it was a gift or something either I gave him or somebody gave him I was there but as I was with him you see when you are with a great person you have to see things and learn your mind must be working well. If your mind doesn't work well, you'd rather see the things you shouldn't see and think of things you shouldn't think about. So as I was with him and he received either an offering or something, you know, I saw something and God showed me. He said, look, this man didn't go to school. He has never worked anywhere. He has no classmates. Literally, like he has no class that he was a mate with anybody in the class. Okay. He hasn't got any year group, old boys as group, nothing. And he has no class picture also. And also, he he has never earned a salary from anywhere. He's in a ministry. And the Lord showed me that. I am proud because I've worked as a doctor and it's like I feel that I can receive my income as a doctor. Like I have a good reason to work and receive a salary from somewhere, not collection. And that I should now humble myself to 
able to receive from this channel. Just as I'm seeing somebody being able to receive and be blessed through this channel of receiving offering. You see, such a message only comes to somebody like me who is suffering from pride. The pride of your profession and the pride of who you think you are before you came into the ministry. Humble yourself and allow God to look after you in this way. If that is the way God has chosen to care for you, you have to be humble. You see, the honor of man, you see, that's what my father was trying to explain that. My son, to receive, to live from collection. Oh, no! You see, but the time comes where you have to put aside the honor of man. And just humble yourself. By the side of the Lord, he will lift you up. Don't not pick what people think. And that is why sometimes I say, I eat offerings. Because God has shown me, accept what, how I'm care, I'll care for you. Accept it. The honor of men will always keep you from what God wants to do for you. I learned as I was with him. I said, no, there's something different. I, I'm not like this. I'm not comfortable. And somebody's giving you. I remember one brother, he was even worse than me. One day he came to visit me. And then I, I gave him an offering. And I, I gave him, says, so, whilst you're here. He said, thank you. He took it to his room, divided it into three envelopes, and came back and gave one back to me, gave one to another, and gave one. It's like, no, you don't collect, uh, what do you call it like that? He just shared it right back to us. And it was so offensive. Then one day, a lady in the, in his, where he was pastoring a church brought a present to him. She presented just, I, I think, what she had. She brought some cloth or something. He just gave it back to her. He said, take it back. You see, all these are pride. Pride. It's like, no, no, no. You cannot give me anything. He just, he just packed it back and gave it. At least he, he was worse than me. Hey. The honor of man will prevent you from being full-time. No salary from here or whatever you can say. Oh, ask for me. You know, none of you care for None of you, Lord. You see my car? I pay for it myself. My this, I care for myself. None of you give me anything. I don't have whatever. I don't need you. You don't. Hey, what are these things from? He divided my gift into three and gave me one third back. And at the three, he said, these are for the three of you. Yes. I couldn't believe it. (laughs) Number six. The honor of man will make you acquire things you should not have. Oh, yes. You'll get cars you don't need to have. Houses you don't need to have. Clothes you don't need to have. 
Why should what you wear have a certain label? Why? Yes, why do you need to have a designer, whatever? Why do you need it? You don't need it. One day I was with a lady, she had a Rolex watch. She was wearing a Rolex watch. Honestly, I thought that it was one of the cheapest looking watches I've ever seen. Not nice to me. Then she said, you know, my, my watch is Rolex. And she was, she was showing. And I realized that you have to say it before we even know. If you don't say, we will know. Yes. If you don't say, we will never know. You better tell us. This is from here. This caused this. This is from here. This is from here. Are you listening to me? You don't need it. And that makes you start getting richer. Yes. It makes you start getting richer. Because now you don't need people to say, Oh wow, I like your this or I like it. No. Is it amazing? You are wearing sunglasses, but the sunglasses must be from somewhere. You must have suits that cost so much. My wife doesn't like me saying something, so because of her, I'm not going to say certain things. I'm the cheapest man walking around. Cheapest. Cheapest. And therefore prosperous. No stress. You see, when you forget about what people you don't like, it's your problem. You start going higher. (laughs) The honor of man will prevent you from raising funds. And taking offerings properly. You must walk in the will of God. The voice of God is what you need to guide you. The will of God. How you can be in the perfect will of God. Amen. Amen. Are you there? The perfect 
will of God. Isaiah 42. This is a book. You must get this book. How you can be in the perfect will of God. It's also called the art of hearing, I believe. Amen. Isaiah 42. Verse 18. Hear ye deaf and look ye blind that you may see. Huh? Hear. Hear the voice of God, you deaf, and look. You blind that you may see. God is telling people who are deaf to hear. Obviously, God is not speaking to uh, what do you call this type of deafness? People who are physically deaf. In fact, he goes on to explain who, who is deaf. He explains who is the deaf person. Look at the next verse. Verse 19. Who is blind but my servant? It's my servants who are blind. And who is deaf as deaf as my messenger that I sent? Pastors, let your ears, all of you, see this is the camp, the real camp people here now. Let us, let us ask you know, open your ears and your eyes. Be sensitive. You know, one day, somebody said he had seen Jesus before. So I asked him, you know, I, I, was, I was with him. I said, look, tell me in detail how it was when you saw Jesus. And I realized as he began to explain, I realized that, wow, if this is seeing Jesus, maybe I've even seen Jesus myself. But what I learned something great. I said, People who are following God, they are very sensitive. Sensitive. They, they notice God speaking to them. They, they are very, not, they notice things. They sort of hear. They feel. Just a little. Something small they've heard from God. Something small that the person has heard from God. Who is deaf? Is my servant blind? My messenger. As you are sitting here, you can have an experience where the power of God. You see, the Bible says, "As the Spirit entered into me, as He spake, as I'm speaking now, just now, the Spirit can enter you, and your life will change forever." If you are sensitive. If you are sensitive. 
Sit down. The spirit entered into me when he spoke to me. The spirit entered into me when he spoke to me. Be sensitive. Be sensitive. Who is blind? As he that is perfect and blind as the Lord's servants. You see, deafness and dumbness is to take away some sensitive things that God has given you to see and to hear. It's like you know where you are, you know what to do. There, sometimes you wonder at the blindness. You see, like I was explaining, that day I was with Bishop Duncan Williams, Archbishop Duncan Williams. He said, I, I was with him for a few moments. A couple of times I've met him on flights. Flight to Ghana. I sit by him. And then we'll be talking. I am blessed. And I learned so many things. Even in all trials and difficulties that he had. Each time, it's as if I see good things. Like I see something that benefits me. The destroyer people that I've seen in his sister have guided me in what to do. But we are not sensitive to notice and to hear and to see. God is taking me on. God is speaking to me. God is guiding me. God is leading me. But rather, (laughs) the honor of man is taking over and almost everything we do is guided and decided by respect. But you don't know that it is respect of man that you are looking at. Yes. I don't need to preach in a dignified way. If it's not dignified enough to you, I'm trying to tell you what I think and what I believe God is saying. This is all. If it hasn't rhymed and it doesn't have these other things, it's powerful. Somebody look at me on the television. My, my church member was telling me. She said, uh, my mother was looking at you or whatever. And said, uh, as a preacher, she just turned off the TV. Said, ah, is this preaching? He's just talking. There was no altitude. No beatitudes. No fortitudes. No altitudes. No magnitude. No magnitude. Magnitude, you missed magnitude. <laughs> Servants of God, I want you to be super sensitive. When you see, see, you have seen, it's true. Look, there are different things I've seen, but it takes sensitivity. To know what is happening. One time I was in a room. I woke up. I could sense somebody was there. Yes. I could could sense it. And then the Holy Spirit told me something. He was standing right at the foot of my bed. I didn't see anybody. But I could sense there was like a person there. Somebody said, what are these? What are you... Saying to me, if you've seen some, you say, Look, who is blind but my servant? Deaf. It's like your sensitivities have been taken away, replaced by the honor of man. 
I say people whom God has used eh, something small and they take it to World Cup. If God says, follow this man. I was listening to a man of God who is like the second in command of a very huge ministry. And he was describing, he said, look, I was a student and this great man of God came. I think he has one of the biggest churches in the whole world. And he said, I was a student. And the Holy Spirit said to me, if you serve this man, if you serve, if you are faithful in that which is another man's, I will give you your own. He, he has served him for more than 30 years. He says, he said, people have said, you are a small boy. He said, no problem. No problem at all. Yeah. As a child, as a student, he was a student. And he held something small. But who is blind? It's people who are blind and they are deaf. They don't sense it. Open your eyes because this is God's blessing for you. When I meet stubborn people, I'm very sensitive. I sense stubborn people and deaf. These two. When I, whenever I see death, or I see stubborn people, I'm very sensitive. Because I've learned that both of them have some kind of guidance. Yes. You see, a stubborn person is like Pharaoh. He's making all of Exodus to be written well. Yes. And the whole ministry of Moses and turning Moses into a super wonder. If Pharaoh had said, okay, you can all leave tomorrow. Different Moses. You know, I've had a ministry of power. His writings wouldn't have had the backing of all those fantastic signs and wonders. Anytime you meet a stubborn situation that is not changing, you must be sensed. Who is blind but my servant? Somebody whose eyes are open. One day in France, praying, lying on a bed, crying to the Lord. Lord, I need your anointing. Watching videos of Benny Hinn. On and on and on and on. I believe that God gave me healing anointing. Then. And at other times. Different times. You see, but you see, it just comes to my mind. I can, just, I can picture myself in France. I can picture myself in my study. <laughs> I can see it. It's a, it just comes like that. Different moments. Who is blind? Who can't see anything at all? Even when you see, you know one of the questions, the greatest questions, God asked his prophet, Jeremiah, what seest thou? <laughs> what do you see? Zachariah, what do you see? That's why I see a basket. Ah, he said, thou hast well seen. That's how prophetic ministry starts. What seest thou? What do you see? Many times you close your eyes and you see something. There are times you see something, but it's like, we don't want, it's like the honor of man. So, no, if, if it's a real vision, it should be like a video. Not true. 
What seest thou? We see, but we don't follow. We see, but we don't follow. One day I was in a certain country. The most tired man you can ever find. I've flown for hours and I was so late. As soon as I lay down on the bed, there it was. An angel with a long bottle. But I can remember the color and I can remember the bottle. Long bottle like this from up to, from here down to the ground and became big at the bottom. Full of oil. So here, I'm giving, I'm giving you a new anointing. Yes. When I rose up from my knees in Suhum in 1988, his mantle was now on me. He said, from today you can teach. From today you can teach. Here I am teaching and writing. Yes. From today you can teach. I'm here. Who is blind? Who is blind? Who is deaf? Who can't see at all? Why? What seest thou, Jeremiah? What seest thou, Zachariah? Do you see something? Start to follow the directions. When the Holy Spirit spoke to me gently, said, go, I'll show you what God is going to direct you. Go and honor Bishop Duncan. Go and honor him. It was clear. From then, I told him, there is nothing you have to do for me. That's what God told me. It was something that he has to prove me. No, just honor him. Finish. From that time to now. Any crisis he went through, you see me standing there like an iron rod. No, I'll never move. My God's grace. No matter what. Whatever the Christ, I said, look. And I told him, whichever way this thing goes, I'm on your side. Oh, yes. Because I heard from God, sensitive. He says, honor this man, this all. Yes. One day, he asked me, what is my opinion? And I told him, I think you should go right. He said, I'm going to go left. I said, whether you go right or left, I'll be there. I think you should go right. If you go left, I'll be there on the left side. When the trouble comes, whatever comes, we all be in it like that. We're not going to say, you see, I told you so. I warned you, I told you this will not work and so on. No, that's not how, that's not, that is not the spirit. Be sensitive to the Holy Spirit. Who is blind? Who, Who can't see? Can't you see? Can't you see? That is why the fields are waiting. Because our hearts are dark and not able to receive and be, follow him when he's leading us. We want respect. We want people to respect us. Anytime God leads me to lose respect, you know, I can see that he's leading me in his way. And many times it's like, just lower yourself. Lower yourself. It's the opposite. The respect of man and the voice of God. That's why I love that, that song, the voice of God, the lovely voice of God. It's, it's, my, it's becoming my favorite song. Verse 20. 
see many things, but thou observest not. See many things, but thou observest not. I said, I sat by the man giving an offering, and God showed me, you see how proud you are? You can't receive an offering. You are, you are too proud. He spoke to me. He said, see many things thou observest not. Opening the ears, but he heareth not. Look, one day the Holy Spirit said to me, don't take this man as a colleague. Because he had also written, I said, receive him as a father. It's like God shows you how to relate with people. It's one of the main things. God, his mantles and his anointings are all over the place. How do you relate with all these things? The sensitivity and the ability to follow is the determinant to your ability to see the destiny that is written in the skies over your head. I cannot be here unless the mighty spirit is leading me like that. Go. Go. As I sat here and I look at this South Africa, there's some happiness in my soul. But that is the Holy Spirit. Show me that. It's worth. Those are, this is what is wonderful. That's what is nice. That's what is great. Yes. This is what is beautiful. That's what is happening. As I, as I started in Mozambique, I could smell the churches. It's like I can sense. It's like, it's like my dog. Sometimes I'm just amazed. Because I'm far from the dog. I'm far from the dog. But at 2 a.m., he, he can hear. When, I'm, when I put on my message, using the phone. Because I don't, there will be no sound. In, in, no sound. He can hear. He just says, oh. Oh, oh, oh. Wow. He knows sensitive. Super ears. Dogs have whistles. You blow it like that. There's no sound. They hear it. They are known that they are known for their ears. Verse 21. The Lord is well pleased for his righteousness sake. He will magnify the law and make it honorable. God will always make what he said honorable. As you are taking the respect of man, he will take what he said and give that one honor. Following his word will make the honor come. He will magnify the law and make it honorable. Verse 22. Verse 22. But this is a people robbed and spoiled. They are all of them snared in holes, hidden prison houses. They are for a prey, and none delivereth for a spoil, and none saith restore. Continue. Verse 23. Who among you will give ear to this? And who will hearken for the time to come? Verse 24. 
Who gave Jacob for a spoil and Israel to the robbers? Did not the Lord? He against whom we have sinned. For they would not walk in his ways. They would not walk in his ways. It was kind of... No. (laughs) They would not walk in his ways. Neither were they obedient to his law. You see, your sensitivity is the reason, riches and poverty is from this. Sensitivity. Don't know what it's law when he says, when he's guiding you, so. (laughs) It's a superstition. It's a superstition. I can't do it. Neither were they obedient to the law. Verse 25. Therefore, he has poured on him the fury of his anger and the strength of battle. And it has set him on fire round about. And yet he knew not, and it burned him. Yet he laid it not to us. It's like when the punishment is coming, when the poverty, we still don't see. We don't get it. We don't get it that it is following him and being sensitive. You tell me you have the Holy Spirit and you don't hear him speaking to you every day. Oh, I doubt whether you have the Holy Spirit. I doubt whether you have the Holy Spirit. I mean, you are a man of God. You say you are a pastor. And he doesn't speak to you. How can it be that when I, I sit down with a man of God, I hear him speaking to me. You don't hear anything. You don't have him speaking to you and telling you things. Oh, I, don't, I, 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 I don't know if you have the Holy Spirit then. Oh, no, serious. When Jesus received the Holy Spirit... The first thing, the spirit drove, drove him into the wilderness. We are going to wilderness now. We are going to wilderness now to, for prayer. We are going to the wilderness for prayer. Right. Isaiah 48. Verse 17. Isaiah 48, verse 17. Thus saith the Lord, thy Redeemer. You need to get this one. It's fantastic. Isaiah is the prophet whom Jesus quoted most from. The Spirit of the Lord is upon me. All those things. They are all Isaiah. Unto you a son is born, a child is given, a virgin shall conceive. It's Isaiah. All those are Isaiah. By his wounds we are healed. It's Isaiah. All these Isaiah. 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 is the greatest. All these. Jeremiah was also very wild. Jeremiah is wild. But Isaiah is, I think Isaiah is, is the wildest. This is Isaiah. He said, that says the Lord thy Redeemer. I am the Lord thy God which teacheth thee. To profit. Profit. What he teaches you is profit. Whoa. That's why Jews are money lenders. 
If you ever see people who work at the bank, you see how much money they earn. He taught them to lend money everywhere they go. Start lending money. Which leadeth thee, leadeth thee, by the way that thou shouldest go. I lead you by the way you should go. Verse 18. Oh! That thou hast hearkened to my commandments. If you had listened to my commandments, then had thy peace been as a river. Peace should have had peace all around. Peace, so many things would have been peaceful, more peaceful for you. And thy righteousness as the waves of the sea, ever never ending righteousness waves. Verse 19. Thy seed, your products, your churches, your members, your souls, your pastors, your children, they would have been as the sand. And the offspring of thy bowels like the gravel thereof. His name should not have been cut off nor destroyed before me. If you are hacking. If, if you were sensitive, who is blind but my servant? Who is deaf but my messenger? If you had listened. Look, the magical key to prosperity is to, is to be able to follow. The Lord is my shepherd. I shall not want. This is term number one. As soon as the Lord is your shepherd. There's, not, there's nothing like money preaching in your life. What? Nothing. Preaching about money? Wasting your time preaching about money? Why? I don't understand why. Verse 21. And they thirsted not. When he led them, they tested not. When he led them, through where? Through the deserts. Dry places. That is where they were not tested. They were not tested. That's why people are thirsty. Even where there are rivers, they are thirsty. They are where there are rivers and they are thirsty. People have gone to London and they are thirsty. London, UK is the fifth largest economy in the whole world. They are thirsty there. They are hungry and poor there. They are in America. Struggling. But when he leads you, you will not be tested even in the desert. That's why I said that in the desert you can smell the souls. You can smell the churches. You can smell God. You can smell the power of God. He caused the waters to flow out of the rock for them. 
and he clave the rock also, and the waters gushed out. Verse 22. There is no peace, saith the Lord, for the wicked. From today, whatever closes your ears, whatever closes your ears, is removed. Whatever blocks your eyes, whatever spiritual cataracts are over your eyes, I declare them dissolved. All forms of spiritual blindness, lack of sensitivity, are taken away today in your life in Jesus' name. Be healed of blindness. Ask God, Father, forgive me for insensitivity. 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 Jeremiah chapter 4 verse 4 Circumcise yourselves to the Lord do you practice circumcision here? Yes. Or not? You don't? They do? Pardon? They used to do it. You still do it? In the rural? Ah, part of Asia. Okay. Yeah. Circumcise. Take away the foreskin of your heart. You see, circumcision is to cut the skin that is over the head of the penis. And that skin forms another layer of, that, that, that covers the most sensitive part. So, it is not as sensitive because it's covered by the skin. Do you understand? Yes. yes. Because all the nerve endings are in the tip of the penis. So when you have this, another skin over it, it's like another cover. So what he's saying is, circumcise yourself. He's not talking about physical circumcision. Circumcise yourself and take away the foreskin of your heart. Like, your, your heart is there, but there's another skin over your heart. So when God is trying to touch your heart, it's not easy to touch your heart. It's not easy to touch your heart. It's not easy to move you. It's not easy to make you have feelings. 
take away the four skins of your heart. The heart is covered with another skin. When you rub it, I don't feel anything. You preach No feeling. Rap it. No feeling. Slap it. No feeling. When I come and I see, when I was in Namibia, I look at the people. I wanted to cry. I look at all the sisters. I wanted to cry for all of them. My heart. My heart. I say, oh. Why wouldn't they have husbands? What is, what is this? I, it, I, I'm always asking. I look at the people. What type of wickedness is in the country? Why? You don't know sensitive at all. You don't see the oppressions. The wickedness of Satan. You are walking in the midst of it. Now let your heart become... He says, circumcise yourself to the Lord and take away the foreskins of your heart so that you'll be sensitive to him in everything. Put your hand on your heart. Father, whatever skin there is on this heart, take it away. Give us a super sensitive heart. Super, super. Let us care for people. Let us love the people you love. And care for the people you care for. Give us that burden and that calling. That Lord, it is not what you said we should do, but even what we have received from you and the burden, the heart, the sensitive heart as your servant. Thank you. Receive that sensitive heart. From the Lord today. In Jesus' name. Amen. 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 One time I was watching Benny Hinn on television. I didn't know anything about his life. But when I looked at him, I said, No, this man is under stress. I could see. I, many times I said, No, something's worrying him. When later. He announced on television his wife has left him. He was in the house and he saw that. I don't know anything. I was not that close. But I just look at him. My man. Through whom God blessed me. With the anointing. The mantle of healing. I could sense it. I could feel. Pressure. Stress. Problems. I didn't have any idea. If you ask me, I would never have kissed. (laughs) Why is the foreskin over the heart? We we are not sensitive, but God is making you sensitive. Yes, God is making you sensitive. Amen. Amen. Sit down.
guidance and direction where to go. I opened up my heart to know the perfect will of God. His will is what I need. His perfect will. As I spent so many hours in the presence of the Lord, I calmed down and began to hear His voice. The lovely voice of God, your tender voice revealing the mysteries of your will at the crossroads of my life no other voice compares oh no it's the sweetest sound my heart has ever heard the lovely voice Of the honor of man, which is the alternative 
to being directed by the Lord. Now, I want to show you two things that are common direction of the Holy Spirit. From today, you'll be hearing these two voices. Amen. Amen. First Thessalonians chapter 3. For what thanks we can render to God again for you, for all the joy wherewith we joy for your sakes before our God. Night and day, praying exceedingly that we might see your face and might perfect that which is lacking in your faith. Verse 11. Now God himself and our Father and our Lord Jesus Christ direct our way unto you. Direct. You see, this is the master Number one thing that the Holy Spirit directs. Direct our way to you. There are people that are important in your life. And the Holy Spirit is constantly directing your way to the person. And to the people. That are important. For your destiny. And you must hear him. So he says, now may God himself, God himself, and our father, and the Lord Jesus, direct your way to our way to you, the Thessalonians. As God has directed me here to Botswana. As you are here, maybe the Lord will direct you to a nation. May direct you to a people. Like when I was in Mozambique just a, few, a couple of days ago, that's what I felt. I'm going to send somebody here. More people. More, to, not to even there's the capital which was poor. How much more the other place? You can imagine how it would be like. But God was directing my way. He was directing me to people always. Direct me to men of God. Directed me to Hagen. Directed me to Papa Hagen. Oh yes. Direct me to you. Directed me to Kenneth Hagen. Direct, it directed me to Bishop Duncan Williams. You see, and many times Bishop Duncan Williams will say that, look, there are people he has done a lot of things for, but he hasn't done it much for me. He never did anything in a certain sense for me. But you see, God directed me to him. Very important. It's not, it's not something I'm trying to pay back. Something that he has done for me. It's what the Holy Spirit has directed me. Very important. Direction. 
Right now, as you sit there, if you are sensitive, you will find the Holy Spirit directing you to people. People above you and people below you. To minister to them. To care for them. To love them. To be used by God to minister. Pastors, don't be blind in your churches. Don't just sit there and just, we are following routine. There's nothing routine about serving God. It's exciting. It's an adventure. Look, if your life is boring, I don't think you are in the ministry. If your life is boring, I don't think you are in the ministry. The ministry that I'm in, I tell you, is one thing to another. Yes. It's, it's more than an adventure. Every day there is something up coming up. Yes. Are you listening? The Lord himself and our Jesus Christ direct our way to you. Yes. Your way is directed. Directing you like that. Always direct our way to you. I'm not directed to everybody. I'm directed to the ones he has called me for. I'm not, I'm, I don't belong to everybody. But if God has directed you to me and has directed me to you, then you better flow. Because if you go back to Isaiah 42, who is deaf but my servant? What does it say? Can you go back? Who is the person? Yes, this is the verse. Therefore, yes, who is blind but my servant? Who is deaf? Verse 20, go on to verse 20. Verse 20, because you are deaf, see many things you don't observe. Look at verse 21. Look at what he's saying. Blind, therefore, the Lord is pleased for that. Say, magnify the Lord. Verse 22. This is a people robbed. They are all snared. They are hid in prison. Therefore, I pray. None delivered them. Verse 23. And verse 24. Quickly, quickly, quickly. What was the verse you were on before? The the next verse. Therefore, he has poured. You see, therefore, he has poured out his anger and his fury. He has set fire round about you. Because you, you are not sensitive. To the spirit. You don't follow him. Once I was in Tulsa, Oklahoma, the Holy Spirit directed me, go and honor Kenneth Hagin. Go and honor him with an offering. Go and honor him. That day he preached. He said that his tithe that year was, I think, $28 million or something. His tithe. So if his tithe is $28 million, how much is the, the real man? And I thought of the, the small offering that was in my pocket. I said, ah. But God directed. But I, after that, I said, I won't go. And the Holy Spirit took me on in my hotel room. I think I was with you, eh? Well, Joel, you was with this guy, yeah. I was with him. But he was not in my room. But it was in the morning. Hey! I cried like a baby. 
he rebuked because you see he was directing me for a blessing I, I don't need can I take it does he need me <laughs> he will never need me till kingdom come he doesn't need anything from me he does, I need him he doesn't need me he doesn't need what I have I don't have anything for him He, he doesn't, he does, I need him. I don't have anything that he needs. I cannot do anything for him. And the Holy Spirit was directing me to him. The Lord directs your way, our way to you. It's one of the key directions you hear the Holy Spirit leading you. This man, handle with care. That's all. This man, important for you. This one, this. The Lord direct our way to you. Hagen can never, he will never need me. He, he doesn't need me. What, what will he need me for? I need him. Why, why, why will he need me? Can anyone suggest any reason why he may need me for anything? What will he need me about? I need him. I need him. I must know that I need him. When the Holy Spirit is directing me, I should know what I need. When the Holy Spirit is directing you where you need to be, you should know you need to go. He doesn't need you. What can I do to Hagen? What can I give him? What what can I do for him? When the Lord is directing us, you see us puff up. That is why fury is poured out. Fury, fury. You know, I cried. He rebuked me. In my whole ministry, maybe two times, I've had such a rebuke from the Lord. That was one. And I cried like a baby. All alone in my room. I don't think Pastor Joel had, he was, he was with me. The next room. I need him. He doesn't need. What does he need from me? I need the power, the anointing, the grace. Someone who has lasted, lasted. I have not yet attained the age. That he was when I encountered him. I've not yet attained the age. He was 63 years old when I heard of him. When I came into contact, he was 63. I've not yet reached the age, that age, when I encountered him. The Lord direct our way. When the Lord is directing you to nations, look, you need that nation. You need, you need, you need, I needed my ministry. I need to serve God. I need to preach. It's not that uh, people need, I need, I should know what I need. I need to follow him. I need to hear, I need to be sensitive. My heart needs to be sensitive. That's why people are poor. That's why people don't have anything. Because when God is leading them, so, no? Huh? 
It's not a respectable thing. Forget about being respectable. And being whatever. And think about the Holy Spirit leading you. Second Thessalonians. Second Thessalonians. Chapter three. Verse 1. Finally, brethren, pray for us that the word of the Lord may have free course and be glorified even as it is with you. And that we may be delivered from wicked and unreasonable men. For all men do not have faith. But the Lord is faithful. Who shall establish you and keep you from evil? We have confidence in the Lord touching you or concerning you that you both do and will do the things which we command you. Amen. Amen. We are confident that you are going to do what we tell you to do. You do and then you will do it. Amen. Amen. Verse 5. Notice, and the Lord directs your hearts into the love of God. The Lord directs your hearts into the love of God. When you talk about guidance, when the Holy Spirit is guiding you, is guiding you towards loving God. Loving God. And the love that God has for you. This is the great direction. Mysterious direction of the Lord. Love me. Love me. You see that? When, he's, when the Holy Spirit... You see, I'm giving you this one. It's easy. This one, you see, it helps you to walk on a solid ground. When the Holy Spirit... All this mystical... So, the Lord says, sell your house, sell, sell your television, do this, all these things, you can't be sure. This one, is, he says that the Lord directs your hearts into the love of God. He has been directing my heart to love him for years. Obey me. Ob- he that has my command, John 14, 21, he that has my commandment and keepeth them. He it is that loveth me. He that hath my commandment and keepeth them. He it is that loveth me. He that loveth me shall be loved of my, my father. And we shall come to him and manifest ourselves to him. Verse 23. He that, he that keepeth my commandment. John 14, 23. He that keepeth my commandment. He it is that loves me. If a man will keep my words. If a man loves me, he will keep my words. The Lord directs you, directs you, directs you 
direct you. Direct you. Direct you. Direct you. See, you are being direct. The Holy Spirit is urging you. Love God. Love God. You know, one day I was listening to a man of God preaching about loving God. I said, I, said, I found a, a man of God. This is a man of God. He said, the Holy Spirit is leading me. He will lead you to love God. I, when I heard him preach, he said, love God. I said, this is a man of God. This is a type of man who I want to listen to. Love God. Love God. The Lord directs your hearts into the love of God. Amen. You know, in Romans 8, verse, uh, I think verse 30, go to 29, Romans 8, 29. You see something there that Paul said. <laughs> I said, Paul, he's wild. Romans 8. Oh, okay, yes. Go to 31. 31. What shall we say to these things? If God be for us, who can be against us? Then verse 32. He that spared not his son. Verse 33. Verse 34. Verse 35. Yeah. <laughs> Paul said, look, I'm too clever for certain things. What shall separate me from the love of Christ? You are joking. Whether is tribulation, whether is persecution, whether is famine, whether nakedness, whether peril, whether sword, me, you are separating me from the love, from loving God. You are a joker. You've met the wrong character today. I know too much to be separated. Verse 36. 36. As it is written, we are killed all the Verse 37. Beautiful. Beautiful. Nay, in all these things, we are more than conquerors. Verse 38. I am persuaded. I'm persuaded. I'm persuaded. Neither, neither death, nor life, nor angels, nor principalities, nor powers, nor things that are present or things that are coming. Eh? Go on. No height, no depth, no any creature. Eh? Shall be able to separate us from what? From money? No. From houses? No. From Botswana? No. From Ghana? No. From Nigeria? No. From Namibia? No. From the love of God. Love of God. The love of God. The God loving, loving God. Nothing. I'm not I'm not a fool. I'm not a fool. I'm not a fool. It will not happen. It will not happen. When the Holy Spirit is leading you, all these things you see that the Lord directs you into the, the direct your heart into the love of God. Then you met a, you met a real man of God. You see it, Holy Spirit, direct you. The love of God. Loving God. There is nothing like loving God. From now till you die, let the Holy Spirit lead you to like God, to marry God, to be cleave to God, to, 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 to be attached. 
To like his will. To like his will, his way. For your life. What he chooses. No, no famine. You see, when you see famine in a place and the love of God is there. Famine, should not why should famine or poverty in this country keep me from my love of God? These are the type of missionaries we had. The love that I have for God, that, that famine, poverty, difficult tribulation can keep me there. When I say that, this is what I'll do to show my love for God. Nothing will keep me from it. Nothing. That will be your story. That will be your portion. The love of God. Lift your hands up to Jesus. Pray for a moment. The Lord direct your hearts into the love of God. Direction of the Holy Spirit. 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 Spirit. We give you praise, Lord. We give you thanks, Lord. We give you thanks, Jesus. Shandala makabara dala mamandala. Manto satala mamandala bakabara dala mamandala. Oh yes. Oh yes. Oh. Mandeke maranala mamandala ba. Mante seme tala mamandala ba. Nothing. 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 Can separate me. From the love. Of God. We give you praise, Lord. We give you praise, Lord. We give you thanks, Jesus. Mande Shiba Lamedire Remelade Nembreze Tambaraza Tebres Beroros Berebes Berebisoros Sebreviros Radelish Rabaladas Mendoromole Demberelimandolede Membrelementomosimbrele Shembaranalberes Mandregespe Tolomidres Salvaragres Chiro Trevestos Chires Barbalades Shindolomoro Dolomo Shiberekimana Manteles Tarades 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 Ailema Maradale Maladelemo Janaramandele Ramalande Dobles Badle Megruvena Jendelish Shay Reglemo Zenem Aredelemo Desmenelo Rena Lenem Ole Beregiloleme Dorilimona Limolele Dorilimana Limona Nevenem Aimandele Benele 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 Father, thanks a million for the blessing given to us in the mighty name of Jesus Christ. Amen.
You may be seated. How many are blessed this morning? How many of us know that God himself is guiding us? He's guiding us. The life I now live, I never chose it. I never planned it. I never designed it. Sensitivity to the mighty Holy Spirit is the master key Entering the destiny. Because the destiny will be found on the heels of Jesus. Following his, his, his back heels. As you follow the back of his heels. You see, you see your destiny. Don't follow what people are doing. Follow his, his, his heels. That's where you see who you are. All those things that are written in power. Riches, honor, wisdom. When you follow the back of Jesus, the Lord is my shepherd. Then it starts. It starts. I shall not want. I shall not this. I'll be this. I'll dwell in the house. My cup runneth over. Goodness and mercy. Table in the presence of the enemies. Thou said, Ah! It's describing mysterious places that are mystical to see. In a human being's life. Trust him. Some of you have great destinies in God. You must trust. Stop looking for respect. That's why I started from the point of view of the respect. Respect. And I started with a testimony. For our brother. So I've lost all respect. People make fun of us when the church started. They ask, are you a shepherd or a sheep? Shepherd, sheep. <laughs> yeah. But if you are a sheep, what a blessed sheep you are. Follow. One day I planned a program in church for a long time. It was a big plan to raise money for the church building. I planned it, made a model of class and showed it to the church. Planned and invited every rich person we could and organized the biggest offering. And as I was praying over the offering, the Holy Spirit whispered in my heart, Give all the money you've raised. Everything. Don't even count it. Give it to the man who came to preach. And the one who helped you. And the one who helped you to raise the money. And I said, Holy Spirit. (laughs) Holy Spirit. You must be joking today. You must be joking today. This is everything. You know we don't have. We're going to give the man peanuts so that he goes away. We thank him. He came to help us. He himself knows what we need. He knows we are in a crisis. 
the Holy Spirit said, you will not need anything. You will not need anything. You will never lack for your project. You will always have enough. And I gave it. And it's true up till today. I'm still yet to see the day that we need and we don't have. Of course, we can always do more if we have more money. But truthfully, step by step, we have not yet seen that day. And it's happened. It's happened. But it didn't make sense. That's why it says, remove the false skin from your Be sent like, as I'm with you like this, be sensitive, be sensitive. Be sensitive. When I'm listening to messages, sometimes it's not the message I hear. I hear, I see something else. What's been telling me? Dreams. Visions. What seest thou? What do you see? What do you see? You observe, but you don't see. Observe, but you don't see. How can you be great in God's kingdom if you don't follow him? He says, I wish you had followed me. I am the Lord that teacheth thee to profit. The Lord is teaching you to profit. In Jesus' name. It's time to give a very special offering this morning. There there are people here who feel you don't have money. But I sense in my heart that it's a mistaken way of thinking. It leads to poverty, emphasized poverty. Your poverty will never be emphasized. So I want everybody here to get out an offering to pay for this camp. The expenses that are in this camp. Amen. Amen. We are about to begin our cathedral in Kaboruni Cathedral. Is it a blessing? A great blessing. We are just waiting for a few things and then take off. But we have the land. Amen. You'll be excited. I feel the need to have a special offering. Do you have envelopes here? You don't have envelopes. What is your currency called? Pula. One is to how much? Dollar. One to eleven. So thousand pula is what? Hundred dollars. Thousand pula. Yeah, it's fine. I want a lot of people to give one thousand pula. Is it a lot of money? Not much. Can you do a lot in the mall? Shopping mall. When you go shopping mall with thousand pula, does it buy a lot? Hmm? Doesn't. So when I'm asking for thousand pula, is it too much? No. Because when you go to the mall, because people come like 
thousand pula is a lot in church, but it's small in the mall. It's like it has two sizes. <laughs> you don't know where we are. It's either big or small. It's like in the church, it's, it is big. In the mall, it's small. <laughs> Father, bless your children as we give. In Jesus' name, amen. Who are those giving? Where's Lorato? Say Lorato. Have you come for my envelope? Where's Benedict? Has he come for my envelope? Where's Main? Maina? Have you come for my envelope? Kunaya has come already. Where is she? Kunaya has been here already. <laughs> you wanted me to know your name. Now I know your name. And I'm, I'm calling your name. Christine. Christine. Uh-huh. God bless you. God bless you. Amen. God bless you. Amen. Tell your neighbor, you will never be counted as a poor person again in your life. Bless you. Coming. 
You'll never be considered as a poor person again. In your whole life. Never. If you are this camp, I will multiply them. They shall not be few. It's a prophecy of your destiny. It's a summary of your destiny. Sit down, please. You don't have 1,000 pull but you have 500 pull You can give 500. Sorry. What a blessing. What a blessing. What a blessing. Now. What a blessing. Um, you don't have 100 to 1,000 puller. You don't have 500 puller, but you have 100 puller. Is it a lot of money? Is it something we can give? Yes. Come for my... Do you need an envelope for that? Yes. Come for 100 puller. Can I have some people to help me to give the envelopes? We take the offering in the next session. We are going to be doing some important things. Where are the envelopes? I need envelopes. Come, 100 puller. All right. 
What a blessing. I don't... This envelope offering, we'll be taking it in the next session. All right? Take out your offering for this morning. And let us pray. Father, we thank you as we receive this offering. In Jesus' name, amen. Jesus